Last time on Turtle Time. You can't keep doing this, Ice King. This is the fourth person you've frozen this week. I'm gonna have to take you off the case. You can't do that to me, Chief. He took my partner's life. You're unhinged, man. You're a loose cannon. You're on edge. I, I'm, I'm sorry. I have no choice. Fine, you know what? Just, here, just, you may as well just take my badge. Here, take it. I don't want it anyway. I'm out of here. Ice King, don't be that way, man. You need to get yourself some help. Don't call me Ice King. I'm Rob. Oh, sorry, Rob. I, you look just like Ice King. I'm sorry. I'll take that as a compliment, okay? And you know what? I'm taking the badge back, too. <laughs> I'm gonna lie that straight for you, Simon. See, the way I see it, boy, we only got 24 hours to sell all this text mission candy before Sock Rock Jimmy and the Unibrow by my blow the city sky high. Do we have any leads on the location? Only one, but we have to go to the moon to get it. Well, that's all be it. This guy took down my partner. I'm gonna take him to the cleaners. No time for the moon. Look at Sock Rock Jimmy. He's getting away in his escape van. Get your butt to the ground, Vic. <laughs> Come in, come in, Mustachio Gumbo. This is the meat man with Big Buddy, Ice Cold Stone Daddy, in hot pursuit of a hot dog going down the Igloo Highway southbound. Requesting permission to use the turkey roll. Permission granted. Cowabunga, mother grabber. Don't look out, he's throwing giant marshmallows out of the back of the van. Don't know, that will render the exterior very sticky and take down the resale value. She's only three weeks away from retirement, she can't go out like this. Keep us steady, man. I'm gonna go up on the roof and freeze these guys out. Taste my icy vengeance. Take that. And that. I will freeze you all to a bunch of frozen rolls rolls. The last king, is everything going okay Yeah, it's going okay. But I just got one question. I thought we were supposed to be selling Tex Mexican candy. What does this have to do with that? Too late, look out! Poorly placed explosives on the road! Oh my gosh! Oh no! No! Molly! Molly, me what? Me what? Why you Wake up, me what? Me what, are you okay? <laughs> I can't feel my legs. Oh, me what? You never had any legs. No! This time on Turtle Time! And, and, and that, that's why the interns are better, and Meat Wild is the greatest ever, and Ice King too, and me, the other guy, and Rob are, are, are just, we're just selfish and stuck up. Oh, yeah, we are, but. Wow, it really happened like that, huh? Those guys really did that. I can't believe it. They, they're like heroes. Why don't they ever talk about it? Well, they're, they're just that humble, boy. I mean, that's all there is to it. Pops, whatever happened to the record of that adventure? It must have disappeared into the sands of time. Hey, dude, before we start, I'm, I'm like starving here. You think we could eat something? Oh, well, why didn't you just say so? Hey, Stan, make yourself a couple of the Christopher Nolan specials back here. Yeah. Yeah, and it better not be on a smiley plate because we are adults and we deserve to eat off of adult plates. Yeah, that's right.
Don't want the crap that you just ordered. Don't want that's our newest special here at Marceline's Playground. Awesome tax max and candy. Yeah, that's right. It's the Christopher Nolan special. It's just like his movies. It's, it, it really speaks to you and it's very loud and in your face. But a lot of times you can't understand what it's actually saying to you. Oh, fancy. I can wait to eat it. Oh, I love his movies. Does it make you talk like Batman, too? Oh, yeah, boy. It's, it's got enough roughage in it to tear up them vocal cords. Not only have you been talking like Batman, too, you've been talking like Batman 3 as well. Ah, dude, what's that even mean? I don't know, but then they make you want to eat it. Oh, you bite your bunions, it does. Yeah, boy. Ain't about time to go live. Yeah, Pops, flip the reel to reel on. Um, okay, it, it's running. Okay, count it down, Ice King. 32. 31. 27. 19. 10. 9. 6. 5. 8. 2. Seven, one, go! Cowabunga dudes and dudettes! I'm Rob! With me as always is the other guy! Welcome to a totally dopular episode of the Turtle Show! Yes, it's Cookie, Robinson. How you doing, boy? Oh, I'm doing the Andy today. We got a of show! Oh, yeah, that, that's right. We, we're doing something. Tell about it, Rob! Oh, well, I'm so glad you asked, all the guy. See, we're going to do a review of a story that was sent in by one of the show's friends. That's really cool. Then we're going to do a review of the, the new Red Hot Chili Peppers album. Yeah, it's called Uninhibited Dove. No, it's, uh, it's called Unlimited Love. Yeah, yeah, that's what I mean. I mean, my internet's lagging, so it messed with my 401k account, and now I can't read the stuff right. Oh, well, that... that... That's okay, uh, I'm sure we've all been there. And then we got a retro review, uh, the meme, I mean, uh, the other guys doing a special retro review. And, uh, yeah, then we're gonna do the regular show review, maybe, I don't know, depends on if time permits. And then, yeah, we're gonna do, uh, the turtles review, maybe, I don't know, it depends on if time permits. And, uh, yeah, let's get into it. Yeah, okay, you're scratching your beard an awful lot. You seem kind of nervous. You look a bit fidgety. Is everything okay? Oh, yeah, dude. I'm just fine as one over here. I'm just a little anxious as all. You know, I, I don't want to brag, but I got a date with Irma. You said I'm done. I told you you'd get right back on that horse and just ride it off into that sunset, boy. So when did this happen? Oh, about 2.24 today. Go on, boy. Do tell. Okay, I remember it like it was yesterday. Oh, yeah, that's how you know I did it. Okay, right, then. What y'all gonna do on this day? Oh, well, we're, we're gonna go to the Marceline's Playground concert. Oh, well, that sounds like a really good deal. Can you get me tickets? Uh, no. Oh, my, you get to display your valor by playing the bass for her. Oh, no, 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 no. Uh, no, she's gonna watch Oscar play the bass. I mean, I'm... 
I'm not asking. I'm Rob, I and mean, I don't know who I'm. I'm Rob. I mean, I kind of feel insecure even taking her because I'm afraid asking will steal her away from me because he's such a stud and all. But uh, we're gonna risk it this one time. Okay, yeah. Uh, moving on to uh, retro reviews. Other guy, what do you got to review this week? I'm gonna review that movie, Silence of the Lambs, boy. Lambs aren't silent. They go bah! Yeah, he's got a real good point there. I know, you know, I thought that too. But then I watched it and I realized it ain't got nothing to do with names, boy. It's about Buffalo Bill. He's about the worst football player you ever see, and he ain't ever gonna win the Super Bowl. And he ain't had a winning season in a long time. But the fans still like him, boy. But it makes him so mad that he cut off people's skin and he wear it like a, like a weird sweater. And he run around in his room with a blanket on his back, dancing around butt naked. And it's just really real sound playing, and he just does this really daring stunt move. Is it like the tuck and roll? The hot dog? The igloo? No, boy, it's more just like the tuck. Sounds but painful. But anyway, I didn't teach him that. that, that oh, that's no? some real crap he's doing, dude. Well, it's, it's more like a mixture of the hot dog and the tuck. Oh, but wow. there's no roll in there. Awkward. He's just tucking something. But meanwhile, I couldn't teach him that because he's a meatball, and that'd be anatomically incorrect. But anyway... It makes him really mad, and he dances around, and then I lost interest after that, and I guess he ends up getting killed, and some other dude running around eating people, and, uh, yeah, that's my review. Oh, okay, well, I'm sure we all need to go watch that part. Uh, my review this week is for, it's an item from the 80s, it's called Mr. Microphone by Ronco. And it's really cool. It makes you sound like you're on the radio. I mean, it makes you sound, it makes you sound really, really, really fancy. And apparently it helps you pick up the chicks. And uh, there's this one part in the commercial where the guy drives by in the car and he sounds like this. Hey, that's what I'm back to you, Alaya. Uh, 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 I thought that's what she said to Irma. Oh, yeah, I mean, I, I did. I, I mean, I was going to. I mean, I, I, that was yesterday. I mean... I was going to talk to Mark. I, I, uh... No, you didn't uh, go talk to him, did you? Uh, no, I didn't go talk to her. I can't, I can't that's why I'm scratching my bed. I'm just so anxious. She just, well, it's terrible. The output side of it. I'm wound up tired than them dogs that are barking in the background. Where do they even come from, anyway? They come from another dimension. <laughs> Spooky. They can't be that old. Could just be that they're barking from downstairs and we need to get better soundproofing on this room. Well, it was either by the soundproofing or how that thing cooked that we had. Stop clicking that crap around out there, Stan! You shut up doing your dogs! You'll be okay, Ice King. I'll introduce you to Irma sometime. I'll know you'll get worked up. In the meantime, how about, how about you tell us about how that, that microphone tour works? I don't know. I didn't buy it. Dad, you're making your voice sound like that, dude. I rented the stupid thing. Why not? Why would you want a tour microphone? Who even rents out tour microphones? Look, I'm feeling flustered. I'm not making good decisions, okay? I mean, I, I, I rented it from the Mr. Microphone Warehouse. Does that make you happy? I can't tell you what it's like because it's against my code of honor. Only a fool thinks that he can give a review on a rental. It is, it is totally against my code of ethics, and that is final. A minute ago, he was going to give a review on it. Shut up, Pops. I told you I'm not making good decisions. Jeez, my beard. I can't stop scratching it. I'm going to have to shave this thing and go back to being the nice king instead of being the big baddie stone cold ass daddy. Okay, uh, let's move on to the, the review of the book that the friend of the show sent in. Okay, so the book that was sent in, it was from, uh, it was sent in to us from friend of the show, Tara, I mean, Tara, 
we got a name wrong, the original time we had it on Turtle Tales, because we're a bunch of jerks, but uh, the interns corrected us, and it's, it's Tara, and uh, she sent us the book. What's the book called, uh, other guy? It's called Twisted Tea, co-authored by Arnold Palmer. No, it's not. It's called Twisted Time, and it's edited by Megan Archer. But more importantly, it contains a short story from our friend Tara, and it's called The Argonaut, and it's really cool. It's... It's got a lot of meaning behind it, and it's really up your alley, other guy, because it's only a few pages long, but it's pretty deep. I enjoy the pictures. I really enjoy how it takes biology and science fiction and an artistic philosophy and combines them all into one story. Whatever, Paul, that's just a bunch of mumbo-jumbo, and you know it. I mean, I, it's really about a guy that's up there in space, and he's in a he's in a spaceship that's like a living heart, and he's flying out to uncharted territory, and... Every day the heart keeps breaking, but he has to keep repairing it. And, and with his, like, his paintbrush and, and... Hey, Pops, you were right. Hey, doggone, I gotta go back and read this again. Hey, Tara, good job with the story. Uh, moving on, we gotta move on. Because I really don't know what I'm talking about here. And Pops just explained it all, and I feel like a dunce now. I told you I'm not making good decisions today. Moving on, Red Hot Chili Peppers album. Red Hot Chili Peppers gotta give it to your mama. No, 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 not that album. Is it by the way? No, dude, it's no. Is it the X-Files? Dude, what are you talking about? And I know David Duchovny, he's in that HBO show. I never saw it, but I took the name the album after. You are not a Pepper fan. It's called Californication. It's one of the best albums. No, I like that album. I don't know that album. I like the parents. Is that the world? We can make time. Shut up. Sorry. Uh, this album is called Unlimited Love, and it's got some pretty cool stuff, and it's kind of like a mixture of all their old albums. I mean, except the ones that have Klinghoffer in it. But there's some influence from there, too, a little bit at least. They're pretty cool, and I not that it's Klinghoffer, because I really like his stuff, too. But this is like a return to sort of like the roots. If I had to say, I'd say it's more of a mixture of like, probably like Stadium Arcadium with their original album, which shall go unnamed, BSSM. And, uh, it's got a little bit of the Californication could be heard in it. Some of those licks from there. And that's a pretty cool album. There's a little bit of, by the way, influence, but not a whole lot. That's pretty sad, because that's my favorite Chili Pepper album. But it's a pretty good one. I gotta say, my favorite track, I really like the one, uh, well, it's really hard to pick a favorite track, but I really like the one, the track number two called Here Ever After. I thought the one where he, like, falls for his cousin or something like that. Uh, yeah, you know what? It, it is. And despite that, it's still cool. That's how freaking good it is. The drums on that are massive. Benson would love them. I must say, the John Frusciani's playing is always great. And this album is no exception. I mean, it's like he's taking that wah pedal and he's not even playing notes. He's just playing noises. It is exquisite and mind-blowing. Hold on, let's not go crazy here. We sound like a bunch of fanboys. There, there are some not good parts. How dare you? Take it easy, dude. I mean, like, maybe not as good as maybe the rest of the album. I mean, the, I don't know. The, the Great Apes, it's okay. Uh, uh, Veronica, it's okay, I guess. I mean, but I really like the heavy rain. Uh, and Tangelo, and I really like the, the, the white shirt, white boys, white pillow, and I don't know. Why does it pull out here? That, that's it. This kind of word in there, I better not repeat. But it's such a good song, and then it turns into like a mystery or like Johnny Cash and surf music. The craziest combination ever, boy, is pretty good. 
Okay, yeah, that's better. Uh, so why would you write this album? So we're between a zero and a ten stage socks at a ten. Hey, you know what? Those are my thoughts exactly. And speaking of good music, we got a new single in for them swanky cats down at Marceline's Playground. The, the, the band, not the restaurant. And this one's really cool. It's an instrumental track called Vampire Killer. It's a cover song of one of the Castlevania games. And this was really cool, even though they're not singing on it. We don't hear the awesome voices. I mean, that is kind of a detriment. But this was really cool, because Pops slays that guitar. Yeah, like a Dracula. And you know what? It's pretty cool also, because they play the melody, but then they go through and they play what's called negative harmony. Really what it is, it's they're inverting the song chromatically along the axis of the third and the, ma and the minor no, third, no, the not minor the major third. third. Well, major third and the minor third. What am I talking about here? I'm acting like I know anything about music. No, you, don't. you don't know anything about music, do you, other guy? I know what New World has taught me because he's a master of the musical arts. Oh, you ain't kidding. But anyway, let's give this track a listen. This one's Vampire Killer.
Vampire killer from Master Lane's playground. Anyway, it's time to get into the regular show review. It's just a regular show about the regular show. So this week's episode is season one, episode two, and it's called Just Set Up the Chairs. Okay, so it starts out. The park's getting ready for a birthday party. Muscle Man and Half Ives goes from charge to get the special entertainment. Skip starts the bounce house, so he just jumps off in the woods. Mordecai and Rigby have to set up the chairs, and that chases them off really bad. They want more important jobs, but Benson is like, No way! I can't trust you guys! You're, you're irresponsible! They kind of remind me of the interns, except the interns are super responsible. And they're the best part of the show. And anyway, they're all like, You call us slackers? He's called us slackers, dude! They agreed to do a good job this time. If Benson allows him to do a more important job next time. And then Pops comes in. He leans out of the house. He says, surely you're going to give me an important job for my birthday party. And Benson informs him that that was a month ago. And Pops says that he still has balloons and, and they carry him off into the sky. He seems pretty sad. How'd you feel about that, Pops? I was pretty sad. I actually thought it was my birthday party. Yeah, I know that feeling, Pops. <laughs> okay, so the scene cuts to... to to Rigby and, and Mordecai and they, they're setting up the chairs and Rigby says, Benson gonna drop his balls when he see what good job we do. And he's he talking about his gumballs because Benson's a gumball machine with the gumball with the, with the gumballs inside of his head. Uh, and it turns out that Rigby sucks at uh, setting up the chairs and he starts complaining about how the job sucks and how Benson is a boss and he never has to do any hard chores. And then the scene cuts to Benson stuck in traffic driving the bus that contains all the party guests. And he leans over and says, Happy birthday, Jimmy! And Jimmy screams about, Just drive the bus, you crazy slap jockey! And then the scene cuts to Ruby yelling, Pew, 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 like he's shooting laser guns with the chairs. And Mordecai says, What the ass, dude? You gotta get this right so next time we can pick up the special entertainment. Okay, so the scene cuts to Muscle Man and Hop Ives goes picking up the special entertainment who turns out to be a talking horse and a presumably hungover clown in a motel room. The clown starts to vomit, but he retains it and then Muscle Man says, You know who else likes this kind of special entertainment? 
mom, mom. And then Fives gives him a five and the clown has to borrow five bucks. There's a lot of fives going on there. And then the same cuts and Mordecai and Rigby are short on chairs. So they go to the shed to get more. And Rigby lightly slaps the door and I was like, oh, it's locked. And Mordecai says, quick, go around and actually try to open the door. And then he tries to go open the door, but it actually is locked. So then he has to like break the door down. He almost breaks his shoulder, breaking the door down. There's a lot of breaking going on there. Oh yeah, so then they seen cats and, and inside that shit they find this, this crazy arcade boy and it's got all these decommissioned games like Ball of Yarn, Lemonade Stone, Hats for Sale, Clap Like This, Candle Maker, Dollar Dude, and Staring Contest. You can't forget the Staring Contest. They start to work out and, and Ruby takes his break to play one and Mordecai's like, no, you can't do that, boy. And he's like, no, you go ask Benson to tell you what you do, boy. I'm gonna have fun. And then Mordecai joins in to take his break and he shows Ruby how it's done and he beats him at like every game inside of the shed and he goes, oh, in his face a whole bunch. And, and he even tippy toes up onto his tiptoes and like pivot thrust into one of arcade machines while he's playing them. It's very odd like. And then, 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 then Ruby finds one more out of order game and it's called the destroyer of worlds and they try to open the coin slot to fix the cab and there's a note in there that says well i mean i can't read very well but luckily they read it for me it says in the name of all that is holy don't connect the red wire to the blue wire then they proceed to do that and they summon an 8-bit pixelated demon head and it proceeds to blow up the shed into the park and then pops flies by on his balloons and it says oh who summoned the destroyer of worlds Good show! Mordecai and Ruby go to find Skips to help like they, like they always do. And then Skips says, what does he do? And he sees the demon head and he says, you guys ignored my note, didn't you? Cause, you know, he, he wrote a note, boy. I thought it was a good show, except for everything being on fire. I never thought I'd see the Destroyer of Worlds again because Skips sealed him away and he wrote that note and I figured that anyone with a brain would be able to know not to connect the red wire to the blue wire. Luckily, no one was hurt, but it was a good show, especially when we sealed it back up. You giving away the end of that, Pops. Just pretend you didn't hear that, folks. Okay, so the bus arrives to a party with the guests, and the demon head floats up to it, and all the kids go, Yay! The special little demon is here! And the, the destroyer of worlds destroys the bus. And everyone scatters, but Muscle Man and Fives cut him off in the golf cart, and the clown and the horse are in the back, and then Muscle Man and Fives say, More Muscle Man, he says, Hey kids, get ready for a very special entertainment! And then the clown and the horse get vaporized, and then... Mordecai says, dude, we're screwed. And he rhymes. And then Skips drives up in the golf cart with the arcade cab strapped into the back. And he says, get in and don't press anything until I say so. And as he's driving, he snags Pops out of the air. And Pops says, Skips, my good man, I've lost my balloons. And Skips, he tells him to take the wheel. Pops still thinks it's his birthday. And then they, he tells them all to press the stop buttons at the same time. And what it does is it summons this pixelated dude with a lemon head and yawn arms and burgers for a torso and deli man legs. And he's also got three pork pie hats and a mustache. And they have to drive around to keep up with the demon so that they can fight it with the pixelated dude. And Mordecai skips control the arms while Rigby controls the legs. And he says that the legs suck and he starts mashing buttons. And this causes the pixelated dude to spin around in a circle with his arms straight out, shooting burgers out of his arms at 
machine gun speed and mortar car tells them, don't, quit marching, bonds, you mustn't up the dude. And then as they're driving, they lose skips and he goes, no. And a building with extra chairs is blown up and it reveals the extra chairs. And Mordecai says, dude, you finish off the Destroyer Worlds while I go get the chairs. And so he goes and gets the chairs and the Destroyer Worlds turns into a Pac-Man with two cherries because Rigby finishes him off by button mashing and then the lemon dude eats him. Oh, the person arrives in this furious that the past being blown up, but Mordecai goes, dude, dude, hang on now, boy, for you freak out. We got all them chairs set up. Uh, and then it cuts over to a small island of land that hasn't been blown up and is surrounded by a ring of fire. And the kids are on the island with Muscle Man in the center and he got his shirt off over his head during the helicopter yelling, this birthday party is hot! And then Benson says, You idiots! That's the last time I trust you with something important like setting up the chairs! And then Mortal Kombat really pause and then they sing that, Whoa! Not setting up the chairs next time! Not setting up the chairs next time! And then Benson, he gets mad and he commands them to clean up the whole mess and they can start by sweeping up the special entertainment. And then Mordecai and Ruby look at each other and Ruby say, Dude, we're taking a break first, right? And then Mordecai says, Yeah. And the balloons will last forever into the sands of time. What is it with you and the sands of time today? Now, hey boys, it's about time to talk about the comedy review, but first, we got to take a message from our sponsor. Oh yeah, it's a dandy this week. Uh, but to do so, we gotta take a trip down to the catacombs. Are you ready, Pops? You got your guitar out? Okay, good. Here we go. Okay, so earlier in the show you listened to the song Vampire Killer from Mausolite's Playground. And that seems to be a common theme these days, is killing vampires and not letting them kill you. Tell them about it, good buddy. Okay, I'm just gonna play with meat while I'm to play now. You know, for the longest time, vampires have plagued this earth. It's a common problem. And if you recall, the Sibo Supplements owner, Uncle Rico, He's passionate about two things in life. Your money, and winning the state football championship. And you know as well as I do, Rob, that you can't win a state football championship if a vampire bites you. Oh yeah, you're telling me. That is why they came up with their new supplement, Vampire Killer. Wait, that's what I've been hearing. Hang on, look out, it's Vampire Pops on the guitar. Oh yeah, boy, and he looks hungry for your blood. I'm going to haunt your house and play the guitar. I don't think that's how it works, Pops. Anyway, uh, Uncle Rico knows how important it is not to get bitten by a vampire. That, that is why he just loaded his supplement with seven times the amount of daily recommended value of garlic. Your pores will be weakened and the vampire will want nothing to do with you. Pops, you think you can stop blessing me? Don't your hands look like it's gonna fly off. I can't slow down, I'm a vampire! That's not how it works! No, well, I don't think you understand what he's saying. You see, the way it works, he can't slow down. He's a vampire. I understand what he's saying. You, you know what? Never mind. The song's over. Anyway, Uncle Rico's placebo supplements vampire killer supplement also has colloidal silver in it. And I'll turn your skin blue like mine. I mean, like Ice King's. I wish my skin was blue like Ice King's, but I'm Rob. But it'll turn your skin blue like his, and everybody knows that no vampire wants a piece of that action. You are just whistling this, boy. And you know what else it has in it? It has green tea extract and an acetohistophosphate to help chelate the iron out of your blood and lower the total iron binding capacity. And everybody knows that vampires only want to eat blood because of the iron content. Heavy metal vampire! 
vampires, woo! Oh yeah, you know it, and you know what else? It makes you a chick magnet, almost like Ben Tramer. Not quite as much, but almost. Cause everybody knows that even though you reek of garlic and you look blue and unsightly, no chick wants a guy that's been bitten by a vampire. No sorry, Bob. That's right, Bruno. If you don't believe us or make you vampire proof on West State of football, you just remember, Uncle Rico does want your money. So something's going on there. So yeah, remember to use the discount code. Meatwad is the greatest stuntman ever, and I really liked that episode where he's in the Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtle show, and he's on the place to spaghetti, and he rolls off into the floor and does the turkey roll, and I kind of like the hot dog and the igloo too. For a two and a half percent discount. Coupon is case sensitive. Don't forget the exclamation point. Placebo supplements fueling your wildest dreams. Whoa, wait, what a product. I believe I speak for everyone here when I say everybody should be using that one. Oh, yeah, yeah, I, I use it every day. Oh, well, you said that last week and you didn't say much then. You want to say anything now? Well, it makes me smell like garlic and I would like to think that that's the reason that I'm repelling. Appalling, uh, not repelling. Yeah, repelling to, to women and no girl will ever love me. But I know it's just because I'm unsightly and very ugly. Hey, dude, I mean, I'm totally on board with you. I'm not arguing. But have any vampires bitten you in the last three hours? Well, no, they haven't. Well, there you go. All right, time to move on to the comic review. We're doing Souls Winter. It's turtle time. Okay, so the cover is kind of ugly. And the turtles are pretty ugly, too but not as ugly as me. They kind of look like me. A mixture of me and Ivan Ooze's bird soldiers from the Power Rangers movie. But they, they still look better than the plot of those turtles. Oh, yeah. Okay, so they wandering around out in the forest, and I don't know if it's cold. It kind of looks cold. I guess it's the winter. I don't know. And and then you got Saki, good old Saki, pork choppy Saki. He's out there. Well, he's not out there. He's in a building. He's got a mask on, and he's kind of contemplating. And then Splinter's somewhere else, and he's contemplating, too. And then all of a sudden, they engage in a mental battle, almost like Big Trouble Little China, except there's no, like, astral projections. They're using their foot soldiers or whatever they are. And the turtles, it's almost like mental chess. Oh yeah, Saki, he go from Japan to mad and two seconds fly, boy. Oh yeah, and the crow messenger's going around everywhere and Saki's like, Go fly my pretties, do my bidding. And Splinter's got some weird feather shaman thing around his neck. And I can't really tell what's going on because everything's zoomed in and there's a whole bunch of fog. Oh yeah, it's like Stephen King and Silent Hill too. Yeah, you got that right. So tell him what happened next, buddy. Oh yeah, well they got one and ran into Winter Wonderland and then Saki, he come up out of nowhere and they're like, Hey, you got your chocolate in my peanut butter. I don't like that, ooh. And then they get in a fight and Splinter grabbing his stomach like it's got the dysentery. And, and Leonardo gets his arm cut off and he said, No, my arm, no, I'm not feeling from adventure time. And then he bleed to death and they lay him out on the stretcher in that temple looking town. And Splinter doesn't like it, so he summoned a demon to bring him back. And Saki said, No, boy, you can't. Can't do that so he come and he healed Leonardo himself because that demon just so bad and that, that's about all I got. What a great summary of the comic even though I don't think that's what they say. Alright so uh finishing remarks on this comic. Oh yeah, well you see Leonardo stop right there. Meatwad taught him how to lose an arm but so his name was Tony oh, and, and he fell and hit his head. Um, I really, I really hope he's okay. Dude, am I gonna have to poke the comic book page again and tell you that he's dead? No, 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 totally, totally, totally fine. He is a totally promiscuous guy. You mean like he got around with the ladies or something? 
No, but he was a professional at uh, misreading cue cards. And uh, when they heard up the sign to tell him something, he misread it and said, I'm dead. He's still out there somewhere, I think. No, Dad, I don't remember anybody hitting that head in this comic. Yeah, it was just that you remember he's on top of that, that smokestack. Uh, okay, that uh, was a completely different comic. Don't You're confused the, the throwing star. I don't teach you to the throwing star. Oh, my gosh. You said he fell, uh, and he's, he ain't dead, boy. I, I tell you, he ain't dead. I'm telling you, dude, he's dead, okay? He is dead. Oh, well, I'm, I'm sure he's in a better place now. Wherever that may be, I don't know where it is. Oh, I know where it's at. It's the ground because he's dead. Okay, okay, so, so let's just assume, let's just say Tony did get hit with the throwing star. Oh, he did, he is dead. Okay, so I was talking to Pops, okay, so, anyway, Pops, assuming that Tony did get hit and he didn't die and don't say anything wrong, what's the chances of him remembering me? Oh, well, I suppose that would depend on how hard he hit his head. Dude, why are we even talking about Listen. Just give it up. He is dead. You don't know what you're talking about. Listen, Rob, I know what I'm talking about. I didn't read all them books. For nothing, right? You, you gonna finish your sentence? I did finish my sentence. I just didn't read all the books. I can't read. Oh my gosh, we gotta get Ben Tramer back in here to liven things up. We're running out of time, folks. We're gonna have to see you on the next show. So until next time... Hold them babies close and eat you some cow's eyes. Just let up my stud up a toe. I said up a toe. Hashtag Tony still out there.